and they bunk. I mean, that's bad on a whole bunch of different levels in terms of what our adversaries might do to take advantage of this moment. But also, I mean, just at a, at a basic human level, trying to maintain some kind of false front to the public that everything's fine with the president when you either don't know it or it's not true, that can also be bad for the president's health itself. Eisenhower's heart can tell you that from experience. Not even that. A situation they put President in Trump right returned now. to the White House tonight after three nights spent in the hospital at Walter Reed. He's gave the kind of performative return that may have tried to be a sort of triumphant, I beat the virus thing with Marine One landing right next to the White House uh, and the president then tromping up the stairs into the White House. It, this may have tried to be a sort of triumphant return impression, but the real impression it created was something almost opposite to that. I mean, the president walking up the stairs to the South Portico, but then turning up to face the cameras while he was could be plainly seen really gasping for air, huffing and puffing, mouth breathing, and trying to pull in air while his chest sort of rose and fall with difficulty, looking out at the cameras. If the idea was to show that he's all better, you know, he's got his hair done again, he's got his makeup on again, he's himself, that was undercut seriously by the sort of unnerving spectacle of the president really visibly appearing to struggle for breath. But spare a thought for the White House staff as well, for the, you know, the military aides and the cooks and the gardeners and the security guards and the cleaners and the ushers and the butlers and the valets and everybody in that complex. I mean, after the president did his thing, walking up those stairs, he ripped off his mask right before he walked into the White House complex not wearing it. Right? He gets there wearing the mask, takes it off, and then that's how he goes into the White House. This is a man who tested positive for COVID-19 on Thursday, who has had symptoms serious enough to require multiple days in the hospital and supplemental oxygen and all sorts of experimental therapies, who even tonight appears to be struggling to breathe. And he's insisting on being not just out of the hospital, but being back home in a house that is also a workplace for hundreds of people. And he is apparently not going to wear a mask there. He took off his mask before walking without it on into the White House. The president also appears to have worn just a, a cloth mask, not an N95 or anything, inside the hermetically sealed confines of the presidential limousine this weekend, right? In which he was accompanied by at least two Secret Service personnel who he had drive him around outside his hospital room this weekend so he could wave at people holding Trump signs. It's Secret Service agents sign up because in part, they are willing to take a bullet for the president. They are willing to give up their lives to save his life if somebody tries to assassinate the president. They are willing to get in the way of a bullet. But taking a bullet for him from an assassin is something quite different than taking a viral bullet from him because he expects you to drive him around in the big car with the windows that don't roll down so he can go wave at people while he has a super contagious, potentially, potentially lethal, infectious disease. Oh, but they went to Walter I mean, God Reed bless too. The Secret Service. <laughs> and all the people who work anywhere near this president at this okay. insane time, given what risk he's apparently willing to take with their lives. They was there for Walter Reed too. Not much reason at all. But we are also now in this fact-free or at least gray zone in terms of what's really happening right now at the top of the US government. After a third round of bizarre and elliptical and not credible briefing from the president's physician, Dr. Sean Conley. It is 
hard to have confidence that Dr. Conley is telling the truth, let alone the whole truth, about the president's condition. I mean, a lot of what he has told us is odd. The president, for example, may be the only human being on Earth who is taking this particular combination of therapies for COVID, if we believe what Dr. Conley tells us about the president's treatment regime. The Washington Post spoke with the chief of infectious diseases at Mass General. The Post reports that Trump may be the first patient. He's certainly among the first to receive an unusual combination of three strong treatments with a handful of supplements and an over-the-counter drugs sprinkled in. The head of the largest healthcare provider in New York State tells the New York Times, quote, suddenly they're throwing the kitchen sink at him. It raises the question, is he sicker than we're hearing or are they being overly aggressive because he's the president in a way that could be potentially harmful? The Post spoke with several doctors who, quote, expressed worry. There's no data indicating how these treatments no. might react with each other, especially <laughs> an overweight 74-year-old man with a mild heart condition who's in the high-risk group for severe coronavirus disease. They know he's surviving. And the president it. took a dose they of an experimental monoclonal <laughs> that is not approved as a COVID therapy and for which the president had to make it's a compassionate use application to the company. Compassionate use is a type of access that's usually yeah. granted for people at the end of their lives. People who have no other treatment options to try to save them. Why did he go straight to that experimental therapy for which he required compassionate use authorization? Uh, vaccines, they need to be well, found talking about it. Why did they give him a high dose of that drug instead of a low dose of that drug? Again, it's only been tested in small-scale clinical trials. Why give that to him right off the bat? More satisfying. The president is also taking remdesivir. They say he's taking a five-day intravenous course of that drug. He's not done with that five-day course yet. A hospital typically doesn't discharge a patient in the middle of a course of IV medication. But he went back to the White House tonight anyway. The president is also taking a steroid called dexamethasone, which can have serious cognitive and mood-related side effects. The president is also reportedly taking zinc and vitamin D and the drug that's the basis for Pepsi and whoever knows what else. That combination of drugs is a serious thing and an unusual thing. And so we are in uncharted territory here in terms of how these drugs might interact or whether they might be contraindicated in combination for any reason. This was a headline in that Washington Post article speaking with specialists about how confused they were by the president's purported treatment regime. Trump's early hospital discharge is how long it lasts, when it's going to wear off. They say he's in a particularly vulnerable window for COVID-19 patients and should be watched uh, closely while taking an unusual combination Robert Walker, chairman of the University of California at San Francisco's Department of Medicine, said any patient of his with Trump symptoms and treatment who wanted to be discharged from the hospital after three days would need to sign out against doctor's orders because it would be so ill-advised. Walker says, quote, for someone sick enough to have required remdesivir and dexamethasone, I can't think of a situation in which a patient would be okay to leave on day three, even with the White House's medical capacity. Why is the president's treatment being overseen and explained to the American people by Dr. Sean Conley in the first place? He's an osteopath. Nothing against osteopaths, but you would expect this team to be led by an infectious disease doctor, no? At least an internist? Somebody who does something other than osteopathy? For that matter, why is Dr. Conley still the one briefing the public on the president's condition after multiple misstatements, including on the timeline of when the president was first diagnosed and first started receiving treatment? And when even Dr. Conley's written statement trying to clean up those mistakes was full of errors, including misspelling at least one of the drugs that the president is taking. 
is someone who's an experienced COVID clinician making top-level decisions on the president's care? Is it Dr. Conley? Is it possible that this is a case of what they call VIP syndrome, in which the patient insists on what he wants to be treated with, even though that combination of treatments makes no sense from a clinical perspective, but everybody goes along with it anyway because the patient is a VIP? Why won't the White House release basic information on things like the president's vital signs and whether there were abnormalities in his lung scans, his blood oxygen levels, how much oxygen he received, how many times he received it, at what saturation and for what length of time? Why is the White House specifically and repeatedly insisting that we, the public, are not allowed to know when the last time was that the president tested negative? They really don't want us to know. They really insist on us not knowing about the window of time in which the president was potentially infected. The window of time between his last negative test and his first positive test. I believe that too. <laughs> now, you don't always turn up positive immediately upon becoming infected. It may take a few days for the test to be able to register enough virus in your system to give you a positive result. But knowing the difference between the last negative test and the first positive test, knowing what that window does, knowing about the progression of the virus and how long it takes to actually potentially turn up a positive test result after infection, this would be helpful. This would be helpful, maybe not to the president's care, but it would be helpful to a lot of people who have had contact with the president or contact yeah. with his close contacts in the time oh, no. around who, uh, his infection. Uh, getting prepared to I mean, take a vaccine, well, the but they don't know nothing about it. got his positive test result late on Thursday night. In the 48 hours before getting that positive hey. test result, we know the president had his debate with Vice President Biden. The one where not only did the candidates I, I, I not wear masks standing on stage distance, but there was a rule days in the hall where everybody attending the debate had to wear a mask. The, the Trump family members decided to break that rule. They took off their masks and refused to wear them throughout the whole debate. In that same 48-hour period before the president's test result, the president from the time in Minnesota the hospital with thousands of people where went no back one to the White House. Give it 30 days. In that same 48-hour window, the president met with supporters at his golf club in so Bedminster. He traveled to Bedminster, New Jersey, right? He tra travels to Cleveland, goes to the bay, travels to Minnesota, does the rally, travels to Bedminster to go do his fundraiser. He takes photos I mean, he, he met and traveled over this 40, just that 48-hour window with dozens of White House members. And he didn't wear a mask for any of it. Was he infected all that time? When's the earliest time at which he could be infected? Asking for a friend, asking for the dozens, if not hundreds, if not thousands of people who may have been in proximity to the president over the time when he was first infected. We know he had symptoms by the time he first tested positive. When was the last time he got a negative test before that? Knowing the window is not necessarily helpful for understanding the president's health. It is, would be very helpful. It is important for figuring out who else the president potentially infected because it could be legions. If they won't tell us when he if they will not clarify when his testing revealed his exposure and infection for the first time. We are left to wonder, like, how many so things the president did where he potentially infected everyone near him, but also how many things the president did days. while he might have known he had COVID. Were there multiple tests? Did he do a rapid test that before he did a confirming PCR? November what was the 6th. timeline of his testing? Let us know as a matter of public health. 
New York Times was first to report tonight that the White House has decided not to do contact tracing. For the Saturday event before the president's formal diagnosis, at which a lot of now infected people were present all together with no masks on. The White House has decided, this is from the New York Times today, quote, the White House has decided not to trace the contacts of guests and staff members like I see it, celebration 10 days ago for Judge Amy Coney Barrett, where at least eight people, including the president, may have right. become infected, according to a White House official familiar with the plans. They've just decided not to trace those contacts. The White House has also cut the CDC out of the contact tracing process. The and CDC has the government's most extensive knowledge and resources for contact tracing, uh, but the White House has elected not to use them for this. They're just not tracing those work, infections. And, uh, to the extent that tracing uh, efforts medical are being done for the 48 hours before the president got his positive test result on Thursday night, those and, uh, efforts are medical being assisted by the and nurses medical and, unit, headed by and Dr. Sean Conley. Someone the White that House was, physician, uh, the osteopath, who has been the public uh, spokesman, Mr. Trump's doctors since had last. HIV. Dr. Conley today explicitly denied to reporters that he had anything to do with contact tracing around this burgeoning cluster of infections surrounding so, the president. He said he might as well move on over contact tracing. For COVID-19. Dr. Conley is in fact the person who's for in charge COVID-19. When uh, Hope Hicks first tested positive early on Thursday. From that point forward, it's very simple. Workers. Everybody in the White House who had any contact with her in previous days should have gone into her Instead, they just carried on, including the president. And now they're just not bothering to track what appear to be myriad infections that they have caused by this neglect. Not that they've caused in some out of removed sense of like you know, mishandling the pandemic and undercutting public health authorities and bank. Dr. Gupta, I really appreciate you making time to be here with me tonight. Thanks. Thanks, Rachel. Um, when um, Dr. Conley there described what the president, uh, the way the president has been treated as a routine regimen of COVID therapy, is that true? You know, Rachel, it's, it's a really important question, and it's very true if we just admit to what's going on here, that the president ruled in, based on the information that we have, that he was short of breath, his oxygen levels, the ones that we know that have been reported, have been less than 94%. Just those two points rule him, rule him in for WHO criteria for severe COVID-19 pneumonia. So in that setting, for acknowledging that is fact, going to Walter Reed, immediately getting started on dexamethasone that that clinical presentation bought him dexamethasone it's the one thing that we know could be effective he ruled in for that he ruled in for remdesivir that makes a ton of sense rachel that he would get treated in that way but what i want to know is what does his chest ct or his chest x-ray show what what are his basics lab oh, basic labs showing what about a blood gas Things that pulmonologists and infectious disease doctors across the country have asked for the 210,000 Americans who've lost their lives because of COVID-19 pneumonia. That's what the president has. He might have a milder version of it, but he still rules in technically for the definition of severe COVID-19 pneumonia. In terms of the way that the information about the president's health has been conveyed to the public, it hasn't inspired confidence, both because of the lack of specificity uh, from Dr. Conley, from the way that he's waved off certain questions uh, without explanation of why he's weighing, waving them off, but also because he's given some inconsistent information, including stuff that he's had to go back and revise. 
Um, if you could wave a magic wand and um, invent a new spokesperson to give us meaningful information about the president's condition that you think the American people should have. You just mentioned a few things there, a chest CT or chest X-ray, his basic labs, potential blood gas reading. What are the things that you think that we should demand to know about the president's condition um, in order to better understand his level of uh, his level of illness? You know, uh, so anybody that comes in like short and breath that we think they're high risk for proven in the president's case to actually have it. This is what I want to know, especially the gasping for breath, the way the president looked like he was actually audibly gasping for breath after he did a what we call a modified stress test walking on a flight of stairs. I what I would want to know with somebody like that is giving, I want to I want to see a chest X-ray and a high resolution CT scan of the chest. Let me take a good look at his lungs and see if there's any type of what we we use the term as technical term an infiltrate or ground glass opacities. Those are techno, technical terms. What we want to know is is there evidence of pneumonia, something filling his airways in his lungs. The answer probably is yes, absolutely, because they gave him dexamethasone and remdesivir. There would be no other reason to give those medications. There's no FDA approved reason to give those medications unless it was for COVID-19 pneumonia. I'd also want to get renal or kidney markers because we know COVID-19 can impact the kidneys. Want to make sure the president's kidneys are doing okay because a lot of patients that go into the ICU for severe COVID-19 pneumonia have kidney failure, need dialysis. Let's see how he's doing there. What about something called the D-dimer? It's a type of lab value that helps us risk stratify the, uh, the, the president, in this case, to, as to whether or not he might be at a high risk for blood clotting. Because as you know, Rachel, we've, uh, uh, this has been talked about at length, COVID-19 patients, especially those in the ICU or with severe illness, are at risk for blood clots. So what does that look like? He didn't even, when asked uh, the question, he was like asked the question, is he on a blood thinner? Right? He, uh, Dr. Connolly didn't even mention it. Again, these are weird, uh, uh, just almost unnecessary things to try to hide. There's no reason to hide. Why? They, they didn't report on the, the results of a CT scan or a chest X-ray and these basic lab values. No reason to hide it. We're all understanding that COVID-19 is a difficult multi-organ system disease. Let's try to help them out. Let's explain to the American people what's going on. They should be forthcoming with these details. Disease. No, you're just not telling me that. Right. Just assistant professor at the University of Washington Medical School. Uh, Dr. Gupta, thank you very much for helping uh. us understand this. <laughs> Your clarity is really appreciated. Multi-organs system. Uh, we got much more ahead. Again, the president uh, did come home tonight from uh, Walter Reed Hospital after spending three nights there. Uh, the circumstances of his arrival were unnerving. The president's visibly gasping for air while standing outside the White House. Um, the president then recording a video inside. He appears to have taken off his mask even though he's just been diagnosed with COVID-19 and has been very symptomatic. Uh, took off his mask in order to enter the White House and then was not wearing a mask inside the White House. Uh, just as a reminder, the White House is a workplace for hundreds of Americans. Um, and the president has COVID and he's apparently not wearing his mask inside the house. Um, the White House. <laughs> More to come tonight, stay with us. See how they just change up. The team that stays with you every step of the way in your journey back. One eight hundred. Where he can isolate himself. I'm not sure I understand why they want to move him 
to a downstairs office in the White House, uh, that would only expose more people to the possibility of a virus. Uh, the West Wing is, as you said, very close quarters. Staff has very small offices. The hallways are very tight. Uh, and as we know, uh, right now, the White House is a center for coronavirus. It's a hot spot. And, a lot, and, and almost 20 members of the staff already That's have right. Y'all also been quarantined. We all found out he had. That's right. You know, I mean, they say when deep cleaned. I mean, Pose you know, had in, in office contracted different. In, in so all the companies that have resources, they do extensive cleaning to make sure, you know, every surface has been cleaned. The air, you know, goes through filters. Is that something that should happen? Even contact tracing, we don't even know if they're really doing that. Yes, you, you typically will do some sort of deep cleaning, but as we've really? learned over time, surfaces transmit or contribute to transmission much less than like droplets as well as aerosol transmission through the air. But I would be very concerned about contact yeah, like, hold tracing, up, about wait a minute. When I first was elected, I had not being honest no about the COVID-19 nothing that they are carrying coronavirus all of a sudden I get with y'all senior aid being instructed <laughs> by the president not to reveal that and in his White House then all of a sudden I got some contact shit. tracing you need to know who has it you need okay. to identify who they've been in contact with test them isolate everybody who has it quarantine shit. everybody who's been exposed and it really doesn't seem like those very basic public health measures are being implemented right now Staff. He, he's the, according to the New York Times and the AP, he gave, uh, as in an anonymous way to reporters to the pool, far more negative he, he information the about the president's condition than his own doctor was willing to give. Do, I mean, do you does it? Do you understand why he would do that? Like right after the doctor gives a rosy assessment, that he would on background. You know, go off the record with reporters. He happened to do it on camera, and so it was clear it was him. According to Times, the AP. Well, I, I'd like to think uh, it was to his credit because he was concerned about the president's real condition. Uh, and when he heard the briefings, uh, and they didn't present uh, a very and full picture about just exactly what was happening with the president, he decided to brief the press himself. Uh, so I, I'd like to believe it was uh, an instance where his own conscience said, I've got to tell the American people the truth. Mm. And that, frankly, is what should have been happening right. uh, this whole period. Although, I will say, when he went back on record, once he was revealed by the Times and the AP, he went back on record with a much rosier assessment. So, uh, uh, Leon Panetta, we appreciate you the being with us, Dr. Gounder, as well. Uh, programming note, with only weeks until the election, it's time and for Mike Pence to face off. That debate is going forward. The only vice presidential debate of 2020 airs Wednesday night on CNN with special coverage starting and at 7 still at war. As we reported at the very top of the program, the coronavirus death tolls now past 210,000 people in this country. Coming up, I'll talk with a woman, Katie Coelho, whose husband, Jonathan, died because of the pandemic. That the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. I think you are blood, toil, tears, and sweat. What if the Packers stop packing, the drivers stop driving? 
while those states would have experienced an unmitigated disaster everyone by the way we all have the luxury of putting a lid on life nope not everybody can stay in their basement bunker and put a lid on life at 9 30 or 10 a.m every day seemingly like you do like every other tough issue biden deflects he deceives ultimately he just defers to going into hiding for example, he won't even answer whether or not he plans to pack the courts. A simple, fundamental question that we deserve an answer, answer to. He won't release a list of prospective Supreme Court judges. He may want to pay close attention. More on this coming up with Lara Trump and Kaylee McEnany. But first, joining us now at the very latest from President Trump's trip back to the White House, Hannity, 2020 election correspondent, Lawrence Jones. LJ, you were out with the people all day uh, at Walter Reed. What was going on? Some of them even I'll be
Generon. This is elderly. I don't want to get back into the hydroxychloroquine, but many doctors swear by it. This Put that aside for a minute. But all the other therapeutics that we've developed, and again, you know, between Pfizer, Moderna, and AstraZeneca, and other companies, you know, final stage trial for a vaccine. Ten months after Speak the first for identified them, case of Corona in America, that is historic and miraculous in its own right. You make a very good point, Sean. The fact that this president, President Trump, was able to tear down bureaucratic red tape, get a dexamethasone, monoclonal antibodies, these landmark treatments and therapeutics. This is a novel virus that came in from China. No one has seen it. There were no tests. There were no therapeutics. In short order, President Trump developed them. And this vaccine is on pace to be the fastest vaccine for a novel pathogen in human history. And we can thank President Trump for all of that. All right, Kaylee, everyone's praying for you and your family. Well, like, for I went in there and it was like, thank you I was like, how long? reaction to all the breaking news, including <laughs> the president's uh, campaign announcement. That Does the president it take for this stuff to wear off? Next week's debate. Senior Trump campaign advisor, like, the president's daughter, they Trump. <laughs> all of the Trumps, basically, you've all been out across the country. Everybody what? that goes out, you don't have to like they incompetent living in your basement bunker and putting a lid on your life at 9.30 every morning. Um, there are always risks associated with life. Talk about your father-in-law and the type of person he is, because he's, a, to me, all hands on deck every moment of every day type of person. Well, of course he is, and you know, Sean, that he loves nothing more than getting out in this country and directly interfacing with the American people. That's, that's his favorite thing to do, and quite frankly, I think the most frustrating thing for him is that he is going to have to wait, even though he feels so much better, he's going to have to wait to get back out on the campaign trail. Uh, look, there are inherent risks in life, of course, but uh, we know how important this election is. You say it all the time. On November 3rd, we truly decide the direction that this country will head, not just for the and, next and four years, this is but the for other the next half, 40 years, other half, generation or two way to come. And it's, it's See, vitally they important to get out there the and to people to register to That's vote, what they to go is. to the polls on November they think vote, that, that uh, is what you've seen the president do <laughs> every step of the way. We're going to take up a little slack that, for him uh, in the meantime when he's out on the road. Some of the mail probably going to be open and then tossed to the, the side. campaign over the weekend. And so the, the so first family this, will all be out full His opponent's other side. With Vice President Mike Pence, but, uh, one of our top campaign surrogates, uh, because it is so important. Make it like he got COVID-19. You know, it, when I read Ron Johnson and Grassley's report, okay, Hunter, Oligarchs from Russia, Ukraine. This elderly abuse. So this is October 6th, and we're giving uh, a 30-day evaluation here. You know what I'm saying? 30 days to see a sign. With the uh, first man who... Uh, Is introduced to the vaccine, the vaccinations. That's right.
not saying that it's going to work for everybody, you know, because everything don't work for everybody. We should know or have a direction in 30 days. We, we, should, we should know what's next. people just talking with their lips and stuff, just real convincing with their mouth. When it comes down to performance and action, uh, no can do. I can't go for that. No, 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 no can do. I can't go for that. Your hostess of Late Night Mistress of the Car. Here with our series, Which Way Is Up? Uh, I made this series so I can catch up to, so this series can catch up to an event. serious role <laughs> for real I'm not good at those two things for real I'm not, I'm not even trying to be not even trying to be I'm, I'm trying to make um, uh, something real come out of my creativity. For real, something that lasts forever that I, I, I did. I don't want to be recognized for being a star, you know, playing other roles by other people. You know, and, and sporting their fashions. And, you know what I'm saying? Rewrite lay songs. Ah. No, that that's just that's temporary. <laughs> that's temporary. Anybody can practice and make perfect. You know what I'm saying? But 
what can you do with all that? Well, where's your masterpiece? Where's the song that you wrote? Where's your invention? And that's what it's all about. That's all. That's what it's all about when you become a star. Really, don't wait till it's late for when you want to tell your story and write your book. You know what I'm saying? Don't wait till then. Do it now. Do it now. Do something for you now. 